up guys we are comfy today yes the fuck we are oh my god we are working on another setup because we can never figure out the best way for us so i think i think the couches are the way to go i'm kind of living for it yeah yeah we do want to touch on something before we get started on the episode so we wanted to touch upon the fact that as you noticed we haven't really quite exactly stick to the plan with the the smash in your ear holes with the lots of episodes we are just going to start just releasing it may not be on a schedule but honestly at this point what is yeah you have been through over 20 episodes with us you know for fucking sure that we are never on a schedule we are chaos sometimes you'll see us five times a week sometimes you'll see us five times a year like that's what it feels like (laughs) yeah yeah so Um, there's some big changes going on um we had some job switches and so things got a little psycho so yes and we all know when big things change in people's lives they tend to fall off the regular schedule so so are you excited caitlin i'm so excited now this is my episode Mm -hmm. i am excited about it we are not talking about necessarily one case today also is it crime is it reason? Because I don't know if it's a crime or it has a reason. Or both. I, I think it's void of both. Crime and reason. No crime, no reason. No crime, no reason? Yeah, it's wild. So today we are talking about people who seemingly vanished out of thin air. What? Like literally, I'm talking like people who saw these people and then they were just not there anymore. Drink break. <laughs> Not me and Caitlin both simultaneously just grabbing our fucking drinks to take a drink. Yes. We're not alcoholics, but alcohol we are. The wine is delicious. I'm not telling you what I'm drinking. (laughs) (laughs) For logo not sponsored. Dirty Pete. It is not Dirty Pete. Dirty Pete. So this is going to be a fun one. I have a few stories here that we're going to read through quickly. So I am going to go ahead and start off with our first story. Are you ready, Kaylin? I'm so ready. I don't think you understand the severity of these people going fucking missing. Um, I'm anxious. It's literally not just people like going missing. It's people that like were just in my sight and then gone. Like it is they- as close as like me looking at you right now, me turning to see what that noise was and coming back and you being gone. Disappeared. Dis disappeared. Disappeared. This the peered. <laughs> So we are going to start out first with Martha Wright. In 1975, she was with her husband Jackson. They were driving from New York to New Jersey. Now, they were going through a tunnel. Um, It was Lincoln Tunnel. And the couple ended up, like, pulling over to the side. You know? Mm -hmm. He was like, we need to skirt off a little bit because I can't fucking see a damn thing. Because their windows were starting to fog up. Oh, no. Because there was so much condensation. So, Martha ended up going to the back windshield, and then Jackson, her husband, went to the front windshield, and they were wiping it off, 
And as soon as Jackson got done with his windshield, he, like, looked at the back of the car, and Martha was gone. That quick? That quick. Oh, my God. And this is probably, like, one of the, like, less quick cases. <laughs> like, yeah, it, w- it was wild. And so there wasn't literally anybody else in the tunnel. Like, they were in the middle of a tunnel. There was literally no way that another car could, like, have pulled over, <laughs> grabbed her, and then taken off without... Could there have been other um, people in there that were just hanging out? No, that's what I said when it was very unlikely that somebody could have come in without them knowing. Or what if been she around had just like went to the other side of the tunnel to pee and he just left her? I'm sure at some point she would have showed up and been like, hey, I was taking a fucking piss. <laughs> and I'm assuming like due to the fact that she didn't come to anyone and said, hey, I'm taking a fucking piss. There's probably a good chance that, that she just disappeared. Disappeared. Because there were no witnesses, and there is the idea that her husband may have killed her and lied about the whole thing. But there was never any sort of evidence showing, like, why he would have done it, how he would have been covering it up. Mm -hmm. Like, nothing ever led to the body. And uh, she was just gone. Just, that's insane. Yep. So, uh, that is story number one. And this is where we already are. Mm, I'm not live, laugh, loving for it. I could not imagine just having someone there and then gone and never knowing what happened to them. That's what's crazy about it is like every single story that I'm about to read you, it's just we just don't know what happened to them. Like there's not even a trace. There's no evidence. There's no leads. It's just like, well, they're fucking gone. But that's why I'm intrigued by it. Uh, that's fair. Okay. And there is some, there's like one specific one two specific ones that it's just like what the fuck <laughs> like you're gonna be like where where could these people have humanly possibly gone the back rooms i Houston, fucking hate the back rooms. Houston hates them so much so we are now going to move to one damien mckenzie damien was only 10 years old when he disappeared oh yes so back in 1974 one year before martha disappeared he went to Victoria Falls for a camping trip. There were like 40 kids there. I, I don't know if it was like students or Boy Scouts or what it was. Anyway, but the group had gone to the top of the waterfall so that they could check everything out. And when they got to the top of it, they realized that Damien was just not around. So people searched high and low. They were literally looking everywhere. They ended up tracking some of Damien's like footsteps even on the side of the waterfall. But then... The footsteps went so far and then just stopped. It was just like he like walked, stopped, footprints were gone. He was just like picked up from that spot. What even? Would you dare say aliens? Ooh, bears. Uh-huh. That's one. That is one. So, but the, I mean, they just literally didn't see anything outside of that. Nobody saw anything crazy in the area. And the crazy part is, is that the canine dogs weren't even able to pick up any sort of scent out there by the falls okay i hate that yep and to this day they never found them all right aliens because i mean a bear a bear attack would have been like bloody right yeah i mean it wasn't anything just like i mean he would have literally have had to have just been picked up and i they kind of described it as he was beamed up we are going to move on to story number three we are really unpacking some stories here there's there's a lot of stories 
but they're all incredibly small because <laughs> there's not a lot to know about them due to the just, fact that they just disappeared. So, disappeared. We are moving on to Thelma Melton. In 1981, so the early 80s, 58-year-old Thelma Melton was hiking through some woods, some wooded areas. Mm -hmm. And do you know where these wooded areas were, Kaylin? Where? The Great Smoky Mountains. (gasps) I love the Smoky Mountains. Me too. So we actually live relatively close to the mountains. Like it is a a vacation spot for me and my family multiple times a year. Like three-hour drive? It's more than three hours. Like three and a half, four hours? It's like five. Really? <laughs> yeah. It never feels that long, I guess. Yeah. So it's about a five-hour drive to the mountains from here. So we're relatively close. So we, we go there pretty often. We like the we like the Gatlinburg, the Pigeon Forge. Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge, for the sure. Mountain. Yes, we love it. So she was hiking in the mountain area. And something that I saw actually showed that she was close to Laurel Falls. Mm-hmm. And I fucking love Laurel Falls. You know, to be fairly honest, I'm not sure I've gone over there. Yeah, it'll be a must for the next trip. For sure, yeah. No, I fucking love Laurel Falls. One of my earliest memories that I have was us hiking to the top of Laurel Falls and uh, my grandfather accidentally hitting our cooler and it falling off the <gasps> waterfall. Oh yeah. So, um, your boy was thirsty. Your boy was thirsty. <laughs> like five years old and like, parched. <laughs> like Parched. <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, we fuck heavy with the mountains, mm-hmm. fuck heavy with the trails out there. Like, my family literally goes out there. Growing up, we went out there, like, four times a year. Now that I'm an adult and my grandparents are older, we go twice a year. We go once over summer and then once for Christmas, which, you know, that we spend Christmas in the mountains. Christmas like, is the best. Yes, but, like, like Christmas Day, we are in the mountains. Have you been there to the parade, the Parade of Lights? Mama, I've been there for everything. Uh, they're so beautiful. I don't know any person who has been to the mountains more than me and my family. Like the me Clydesdales, and my family. Literally. They're my favorite part. I absolutely Santa love Santa at the it. end, of course, is the best part. But the Clydesdales, the Budweiser Clydesdales are the yeah. best. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, I stay in the mountains. But like I said, I mean, my family has gotten to the point that we go so much. None of us even need GPSs because <laughs> we're just like, like, we know it so well. Like, I can literally get from the mountains to fucking... Didn't you just say that the the other day, didn't you just say that your grandparents were taking a 24-hour trip to the mountains? My grandparents are in the mountains right now while we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> My a, gran- quick trip, a quick trip to the mountains. No, I, I have a cousin who doesn't drive. And my grandparents was like... My grandparents were like, he's off tonight, but we're not going to be back until tomorrow night. So will you please make sure that he gets to work? And I was like, yeah, I can stop by on my way to the theater and, and pick him up and take him. And I was like, where are you guys going? And they're like, we're going to the mountains for the night. And they literally will. For and the then, night. <laughs> right? And then my grandmother's birthday was in July. And for their birthday, they started up there at like 6 o'clock in the morning, went up there, ate at Golden Corral, which the closest Golden Corral to us is like an hour <laughs> <laughs> they drove they ate golden corral drove around like clemens dome and just came back <laughs> love like, love the so mountains. yeah so my grandparents go to the mountains like multiple times a year but like my family like as a family like we go twice a year we spend christmas up there that's where we open our gifts like it's Aww. a yeah like it's a it's a vibe it's a big place for us you know and i love it so come at me but it's I very, go to the beach. It's a very, like, white country folk place to go. 
really it. It really is. <laughs> I mean, they've got the Hatfields and the McCoys show. Which I love. <laughs> uh, love. They've the, got... They've got, like... It's like an all-you-can-eat moment. Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not the Dixie Stampede anymore. Ooh, it's um, it's just Stampede. It's just the Stampede. Right. Which, yep. good on them for taking that initiative, uh-huh. yeah. Anyway, so that is where Thelma, because we forgot what episode we were doing. <laughs> we forgot that we weren't talking about vacation spots. You know. So Thelma Melton actually went missing while she was hiking there. And like I said, I think it was somewhere around like Laurel Falls. She was just a bit of the people that she was with, like literally just like forward, just a little bit. And out of nowhere, they forward. go they go around a bend. And as they go around that bend, her like friends came like directly behind that bend with her. She was gone. What? <laughs> I was I was getting ready to ask you, like, was she alone? Like it would no, make sense. She, she had was friends alone, with her. Yeah. But... Like she was literally just like hiking. She turned a bend before they did. They came around that bend and then she was just like not there anymore. All right. Well, I'm not sm- hiking the Smoky Mountains anymore. I will always like hike the Smoky Mountains. Now they did say that Thelma did suffer from high blood pressure. Same. <laughs> it <laughs> comes to me and Caitlin were literally checking our blood pressure before we started this episode. <laughs> I'm getting mine under control. Yeah, we're there. We're there. We were just like having dinner at the table and just like, hmm, I wonder how my heart is pumping today. <laughs> Kaylin was good. I was dying, but my stress level is also like through the fucking roof right now. I'm on heavy doses of medicine to take care of my blood pressure. And I'm on heavy doses of alcohol. And I'm also in a heavy dose of beating that fucking cunt, Leo, right now with my bare fucking hands. If he barks one more goddamn time, because he acts like he hasn't been out in three days. But guess what? He's been out seven times since I've been here since 3.30. <laughs> Don't think I have lost count, Leonardo, because I have not. Leonardo. So, but she did suffer from high blood pressure so they thought that maybe because of that there was no way that she was like sprinting <laughs> you know yeah they were like there's no way that she was just like running off because like her blood pressure was high and or like n- maybe not at the time but she had like a blood pressure problem mm-hmm. and they never found a single like spot where she was they never found her body there was no trace of her she was just like not there any longer sketched out yep we're only on story three and they yeah. keep getting more intense they do you did that on purpose yeah that's that's what i'm here for now actually maybe i should have started with this one because this one isn't as intense as the other one however there were a lot more witnesses Whitney. 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 So we are going to be talking about one, James Tedford. Tedford. It just feels so fancy. I have to talk in a fake British accent. But yeah, no, it feels very posh, you know, (laughs) very, very fancy. Um, So in 1949, somewhere around November, he got on a bus and he was heading to go see some of his family in Bennington, Vermont. Okay. As one does. Now, it did say that he lived in a retirement home, and so that's why he was, like, on a bus to go see his family. He was, like, going to go check them out, you know. He was in a retirement home. I don't know how far that distance is, but, you know, he was somewhere else in Vermont. He went to go, you know, see his family. Papa's going to see his family. Yes. Oh. Love him. Now, it does need to be noted that he was sleeping 
in the seat that he was sitting in Mm -hmm. after the stop right before Bennington. So the last stop before he would have had to have gotten off, he was sleeping. And there are, ready for this, 14 passengers who can attest to this, that he was sleeping before he was supposed to get off at Bennington. So like the stop right before. Now, when the bus ended up arriving in Bennington, he was nowhere to be found. Like, he was just not there. All of his belongings, all of his luggage, they were all still on the luggage rack, but he was gone, and nobody had seen him. And the crazy part about this is, is that his wife had actually disappeared, like, sometime before that. Aliens. He was a World War II veteran, and he ended up coming home after the war, and he realized that his wife had completely vanished. She wasn't at the property. Like, his property was, like, completely abandoned. And his wife was completely gone. Now, I will say this. As far as the wife thing happens, I don't want to accuse. She might have been having an affair and was just like, I'm gonna get out. Might have do stuff. Right. However... But to think about the fact that she was just, like, up and gone, the place was abandoned. You're just going to abandon a property like that? Right. And then for him to get years down the road after the war, because, like, he's in a retirement home now. His wife left him while he was in war, so there's, like, a time there. And he was literally seen on the bus by 14 other people. At the the very next stop. Right, like, the stop right before he had to get off, and he was just... Just gone. Just gone. What? Yep. What? So we're going to go ahead and move on because they just keep getting crazier. And these last three are the craziest. Oh boy. I will say this, that the one that I'm about to read you is probably the most tame of the three. But just know that these last three are like, what the fuck happened? So now we are going to move on to Owen Parfit. Looks like Parfait. Parfait. <laughs> So, Owen, who lived in an English town, was unable to walk. He ended up having some sort of disease that kept him from walking. And this was in the 1700s, okay? And his sister lived with him and made sure that everything was fine and helped him, like, get around everywhere even. That's precious. Well, one day, Owen was out on the porch with the help of his sister. And he was literally sitting right outside the door. So, like, I mean, it was literally, like, walk outside, he's there. Bam, he's there. And that's where he was known to always sit. Now, his sister ended up coming over to move him after she had, like, walked inside to do something. She came out to move him. And the only thing that she found in that chair was a coat that he had had. Like, he was using a coat to, like, keep himself warm. Right. And that was the only thing there. And she thought maybe, for some reason, that a neighbor had walked up and been like, hey, I'm going to move him. He needs to be moved. Which, like, don't fucking touch somebody that's not yours. (laughs) (laughs) Don't touch somebody that's not yours. (laughs) But um, I think that it's weird that, you know, her first thought went to the neighbor. But, I mean, in that time, like, what else is she going to think? Yeah. She had, like, looked around and literally couldn't find him anywhere. Every single neighbor around was like, we swear to God, we didn't just come over there and move your brother, you know? And at that point, nobody had ever seen him again. He was unable to move. He was unable to get around. And he was literally just pulled out of thin air. 
moral of the story here is to make sure that you don't take your eyes off your brother, apparently. <laughs> apparently. But, yeah, no, it's fucking crazy. Like, he, where could he have gone? Right. Except where? nowhere. Right. So. Alien. I'm, I'm officially convinced it's aliens. I'm convinced that most of these are fucking aliens. All yes. of them. Wait until you hear the last two. Oh, boy. These are the two where, like, imagine looking at somebody and them disintegrating into air. Looking at the, like, they this is, watched with their eyes? This is the next two cases. Oh, no. Okay, so we are going to move on to the last two stories, which just, <laughs> they boggle my fucking mind, okay? I like the way you just laughed. <laughs> because I'm so fucking concerned. Like, these are just, ooh, these are wild. So, we are going to be talking about a, are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. A James Wilson. Warson? Yes. Warson. War. Like W-O-R. Son. Warson. And he is from Leamington Spa, England. Now he worked as a shoemaker and he was pretty athletic. He kept himself in shape. And this was in the late 1800s. So on one fine day in 1873, he ended up making a bet with some of his friends that he could run from Leamington Spa to Coventry. Uh-huh. Non-stop, no break, which it was a 16-mile trek. He thought he was going to go for 16 miles without stopping. I can't go for one mile. I can't go for one foot. One foot. <laughs> but also, do you know what I really took away from this story? Coventry. That's where, that's the kingdom that the Twitches are from. Really? <laughs> yeah. And Twitches and Twitches too with Tia and Tamara. Yes. Yeah, they're from Coventry. In that movie, but um, which Coventry is a different dimension. This Coventry is a different town, but after the story, it might be a different dimension. Mm -hmm. So he started to run. He was like, "Fuck yeah, I got this!" Like Tron, stop me. Which I know good and damn well I couldn't be able to run that. But Mm -hmm. if I made that bet, I'm gonna fucking try. You know. Now his friends ended up following him in some sort of carriage. I mean, it was the 1800s, so they were definitely following him in a carriage. But they ended up following behind him in a horse-drawn carriage just to make sure that, like, he wasn't trying to lie. You know, they wanted to, you know, make sure that the bet went through. Yeah. Now, as they were following him, they saw him trip over, like, a rock or something that was in the road, and he fell forward. Are you ready for this? I don't think I'm ready. He never hit the ground. (laughs) What? He literally fell forward and completely evaporated into the air. What even? <laughs> and they just never saw him again. Okay, so like this one's not aliens, but I'm thinking ghost. No, I'm still thinking aliens. Why? Be- do you think that if aliens came down here and tried to abduct our ass, we were going to be able to see like whatever it was that they were using to pull our asses into their spaceship? But he didn't go up, he went down. Well, he went down because he fell. Right. That doesn't mean he didn't get picked up before he hit the ground. Hmm. I think it's hmm. aliens. It's got to be, right? I think they, they had a ghost friend. I that think never actually existed. that anything just... but human life is what happened here. <laughs> like, yes. So, but yeah, he just ended up tripping, falling, never hit the ground. Now, obviously, their friends were like, what the fuck did we just see? <laughs> I would have been like, I'm too drunk. Take me home. <laughs> 
they're like, Houston, you haven't drunk in like two days. And I'm going to be like, first off, that's a lie. I never go more than one day without drinking. Number two, <laughs> take me home. I'm drunk. But they ended up looking literally everywhere for him. And they were like, we're going to still look even though he literally just vanished. Right. In because front of he's got to be somewhere. Yeah. But no. Now, no matter how hard that they actually looked, they obviously didn't find him. So they ended up going to the police. The police ended up investigating it. They never found a trace of him. Not a trace. He was just fucking gone. They literally basically watched him just disappear. Like, yeah, I guess he tripped. But, I mean, they were on a horse-drawn carriage. They could see him trip. And he was just like... Gone. Bye, guys. Gone, girl. Yep. And that wasn't the last story. There's one worse. One more intense. One where there are a lot of witnesses... So, for this next story, we are going to call it The Prisoner. In the early 1800s, at a Prussian prison, there was a prisoner who was in a line of other prisoners. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, there was, like, this whole line of prisoners. They were all moving through the courtyard, you know, like, exercise, all that stuff. They were getting them through their daily workout. Yeah. And they're all shackled. All their ankles are shackled together. All their hands are shackled together. They are walking through this courtyard on just a random afternoon, this one prisoner who was in there because he ended up taking over the identity of his employer who died of a stroke. So he was just like, all right, he died. I'm going to take it over, you know, really like cash out on his success. Mm-hmm. He was in there chained with all of these other prisoners. And as they were walking through out of nowhere, he began to just kind of fade away. And there's, this is a line of prisoners. No way. This is a line of prisoners who all watched this plus all the guards. And he just like started to just like dissipate. Was literally just like evaporating. And he kept evaporating and he kept evaporating. And then finally he became so just like invisible and transparent that his irons that were around his leg plus the shackles that were around his arm just hit the ground and broke the line up into two lines. Why? Yeah. And from that moment, after all those people watched that happen, he was never found again. What? He didn't want to be in prison anymore. Tell me what you think happened, Caitlin. Witches. I was going to go with, wait for it, aliens. Aliens. Wizardry. It was definitely fucking aliens, yeah? I don't... What, what else could it have been? What year was this? Did it say? 1815, 14, somewhere around there. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. No, that's, uh, he just vanished along with the six stories before that. These people literally just vanished. And, like, I'm sure that there is, for at least one or two of them, or at least a few of them, there's probably some sort of rational explanation if we knew. And I know some of them were older, so maybe there was, like, some changes in, in the documents for it. And then, But some of them were newer. However, I am perplexed. I think... A good 50% of these happened because of aliens. I, I think we've solved them. Aliens. Yeah. Convince me otherwise. I don't think I can. And before I read all these stories, I didn't have a fear of just vanishing into thin air. And guess what I have a fear of now? Here we are. Because some of these people evaporated. E- evaporated. Like we're just like gone. Like I'm just going to fade. It's like somebody was like a race net on like a photo editor. That's so weird. Yeah. But uh. That is a seven weird, crazy stories about people literally vanishing into thin air, into nothing. Two of them, which disappeared right in front of people's eyes. In front of people's eyes. Hate that. Yep. So, 
How'd you like that one? Unlocked a new fear. <laughs> yep. It was fun. It was a fun episode. I really enjoyed going through all of those, like, finding them and just kind of being like, okay, what was going on? And it was really, really weird because, like, I started coming up with this idea. I had heard, like, one video do, like, a couple that mm-hmm. were actually on this list. And I was like, I want to do this. And I started researching it. These were some crazy crazy cases yeah i don't i don't understand it's just like boom they were gone (laughs) like literally like some of them i guess again could be explained away but like i mean there are some that have like there's a possibility of a rational explanation but then others that it's like what right and that's kind of what drew me to these i was just like i've got to do them i've got to find as many of these of people who just literally virtually vanished into thin air and do it i'm here for it I really um, hope that you guys enjoyed that episode, and uh, hopefully we'll have some more weird, spooky shit that's close to that coming up forward. We actually do have a lot of weird, spooky shit coming up forward. A lot of fun, weird, spooky shit. So make sure, if you guys don't care, that you check us out on all of our social medias at Crime or Reason. We also hit up our Gmail at CrimeOrReason at gmail.com. We also have some merch if you all want to go check it out. The links are in our link tree. We love them very much and are living for them. And make sure also that you were leaving us likes, reviews, comments, all of that stuff. Engage with us in every chance that you can. Please Because do. we want to know how good and or bad we are doing. We love all of our listeners and we want to hear from you. And we hope that you stay safe. We hope that you stay healthy. And that you stay... Criminal. Criminal. Bye, guys. Bye.